0: The Milburn Stone Theater presents an MST audio production of The Tsar and Tsaritsa, a dramatic interpretation of the personal letters of the last Tsar of Russia, Nicholas II, his wife Tsaritsa Alexandra, and their families during the last era of the Romanov dynasty. Early in 1904, negotiations between Russia and Japan regarding influence along the Pacific broke down. Japan declared war with a surprise attack on Russia's eastern fleet, bewildering Nikki. As the year and the war labor on, Nikki splits his time between military duties and keeping Alex company, eagerly awaiting the birth of their fifth child.
1: Alex to Nikki, July 26, 1904, Peterhoff. My own sweet angel, you are off and Wifey is alone with her tiny family to keep her company. It's hard to be parted, but we must thank God that it has happened so rarely in the 10 years. I will be brave. Others shall not see the gnawing pain at my heart. To give you up to your soldiers, your element is quite another thing than if you had been obliged to go on any other kind of journey. That would have been worse. I love the dear soldiers and want them to see you before they go out to fight for you and their country. It's quite another thing to lay down your life, when once you have seen your Emperor and heard his voice. A representative, even Misha, would not have been the same thing. They leave their wives, so yours won't crumble either. He ought to be more of a help to you, your only brother, and you who stand so lonely. A wife, no matter how dear to one, can nevertheless not be the same sort of companion. Her brains are not the same, I wish they were, when she has such a husband as Sonny has. Thank God I have him. Tender, tender, thanks for your dear little note I read as soon as you had left, and which gave me strength to show a smiling face when the children came to door. God bless you. The fondest kisses in very Love you, Alex. Love to miss you. Alex Tenney, August fifteenth, nineteen I am sure you miss me. One understands why God has just sent him this year to us. He has come as a real son. Once more, you may know thing, but this time, the precious little son of God is coming from heavy heart. It is hard to part again, but thank God, not for long. How happy the Cossacks will be to see you, more so than ever, as now our precious tiny is a new link between their former Adam and themselves. I am sure Moscow will be excited when you pass. The nights will be so long and dreary. I love to look at you when I cannot sleep, and the room begins to light. I am sure you will feel sad leaving your little family and newborn son. We shall count the hours till you return. I'll try to be brave, but my stupid nerves are still so weak that it's more than I can do to keep those old tears back. Oh, how I love you. God alone knows how much. I hope and trust that no bad news from the East will come whilst we are separated, and don't like your hearing all when I am not with you. Oh, God is indeed good having sent in this little sunbeam now when we all need it so much. May he give us the force to bring baby up well and to be a real help and comrade to you when he is big. Sweet one, goodbye and God bless and keep you and bring you quickly and safely back to me again. My earnest prayers and thoughts will never leave you. I cover your sweet face with loving, tender kisses. Ever your wifey, Alex.
2: Kaiser Wilhelm to Nicky, August 16, 1904, Schloss Wilhelmshohe. Dearest Nicky, what a very kind thought that was of yours to ask me to be godfather to your little boy. You can well imagine what our joy was when we read your telegram announcing his birth. Good things come to those who wait. So may it be with this dear little one. May he grow to be a brave soldier and a wise and powerful statesman. And may God's blessing always rest on him and preserve him from all harm of body and soul. May he always be as a ray of sunshine to you both during your life, as he is now in the time of trial. Henry is the bearer of these lines, and of my sincerest and heartfelt wishes for you, Alex, and the boy, accompanied by the gift of a goblet for my little godchild, which he will, I hope, begin to use when he will think that a man's thirst cannot be quenched by milk alone. Perhaps he may then find out for himself one day that a midnight drink never hurt anyone is not only truism, but that often in vino veritas, as the butler sings in Undina. To be wound up by the classical words of our great reformer, Dr. Martin Luther, who loves not wine, women, and song, remains a fool his whole life long. These would be the maxims I would try to see my godchild educated up to. There is great sense in them and nothing can be said against them. The course of the war has been most trying to your army and navy, and I deeply grieve for the loss of so many brave officers and men who fell or were drowned in doing their duty, loyally fulfilling the oath they swore to their emperor. Now goodbye, dearest Nicky, with best love to Alex and the Sunray. I remain ever your most devoted and affectionate friend and cousin, Willie.
1: Alex to Nicky, September 15th, 1904, Peterhough, Sweetest One, you have left, and we have had luncheon, and the Feldjäger comes soon. It was horrid seeing you drive off, and I know what it cost you leaving our treasure, but thank God it was not last week which would have been unbearable. My food stuck half in my throat, but I swallowed it down for his little sake, and for him too. I shall be brave. I must not give him bad milk and make him restless. Of course you had no time for writing with all your receptions today. Baby dear shoe and glove are to give you a nice warm feeling in your heart when you go to bed. Your beloved big sad eyes, I see them always before me. Our dear friend, I am sure, is watching over you as he did over Tiny last week. Oh, what anguish it was, and not to let others see the knife digging in one. Thank God he is so well now. Sweet beloved angel, goodbye and God bless and protect you. The children kiss you 100 times and I cover your adorable face with kisses without end and remain forever and ever your very own old wifey, Sonny.
3: Nikki to Alex, September 16th, 1904, on a train. My own beloved Sonny. What joy your sweet letter gave me. My old man put it on the table in my cabin where I found it after luncheon and also in the evening before going to bed. That lovely surprise to get from our little one. That tiny shoe and glove smelled so good of him. And the photo, which I never saw, is charming and very like. Thank you ever so many times, darling, for the kind forethoughts that touched me so. Only wife who could have such ideas to give pleasure to Hussy when he's away. Your telegrams are a great comfort. one feels near hearing twice a day. It was hard leaving yesterday. I had to gather all my will. I was so astonished and touched by Olga's behaviour. Never for a moment did I think it was account of me that she cried until you told me the reason. I begin to feel more lonely now without the children than before. <laughs> An experienced old papa that's what it is. <laughs> We are passing pretty woods in a very swampy country. Your having shown our little one to the officer produced a great effect, not only upon him, but on those he saw after that. I must say, it is after all a rest to be traveling in a comfortable train and not seeing people the whole day. If only we were together, it would have been happiness and rest both, but alas not. Duty, duty, there is nothing to be done. Now goodbye. And bless you, my sunshine and love, and our sweet children. Kiss my son very tenderly for me, your own Hussie.
1: Alex to Nicky, September eighteenth, nineteen 1904, Peterhof, Darling Nicky dear, I am writing to you in pencil as I am still in bed. Baby Sweet is lying across my knees, awake and listening to his musical box. He slept very long this night after I had nursed him. Whilst drinking before, he was smiling and cooing away. You would have loved him so. Fondest kisses from your own Sonny Alex.
3: January 1905. Moscow. God bless you, dear Nicky. Ever so many hearty wishes. Peace, joy, all that is best. Your loving sister, Ella.
1: Alex to Olga, 1905. Sweet child, I kiss you and thank you tenderly for your little notes. I'm sorry I could not see you alone, but it's difficult these days. Soon I shall be freer, and then you can tell us all and everything that interests you. You see, I am generally very tired, and therefore often don't keep you all for a very long time with us, and often very sad, and don't want you to see my gloomy face.
0: While the royal family had been celebrating the joy of their first son and heir's birth, civil unrest fomented because of incredibly poor working conditions, economic struggles, and military failures in the East. In January of 1905, panicked imperial soldiers gunned down unarmed protesters in St. Petersburg. Known as Bloody Sunday, this incident began the Revolution of 1905. Due to his role as governor of Moscow and his belief in severe responses to maintain order, revolutionaries plotted to assassinate Ella's husband, Sergei. From the official report. On the 4th of February, 1905, in Moscow, while the Grand Duke Sergei Alexandrovich was driving in his carriage from the Nikolsky Palace to Verskaya on the Senate Square at a distance of 65 feet from the Nikolsky gates, an unknown criminal threw a bomb into his highness's carriage. The Grand Duke was killed on the spot by the blast resulting from the exploding bomb.
3: Ivan Kaliev from prison, February 1905, a poem. A woman like shadow, a ghost with no life sat next to me clasping my hand. She looked and she whispered to me, I'm his wife, and wept and shed tears with no end. Her frock was so black and it smelled of the grave, but her tears, they just told everything. So I didn't reject her. I spared woman slave from the camp of the enemy king. Then she nervously murmured, I'm praying for you.
0: This has been an episode of The Tsar in Tsaritsa, a product of the Milburn Stone Theatre at Cecil College. Produced and edited by William Bryant. This episode features the voices of Angela Marie Teague, Reiner Prohaska, Emma Romeo, Joseph Marino, and Tom Worthington. For more details, please visit milburnstone.com.